Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Heavy Wrestling Podcast. You got a full house this week. Randy, Zach, Clayton, Eddie here to talk to you about what's going on in wrestling this week. Uh, but before we get started, Eddie, why don't you go ahead and hit us with those social media outlets? Yeah, please follow us on all of our social medias, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. And make sure to tune in every week with two heavy wrestling podcast on spotify and apple music and podbean <laughs> thing we talked about last time popped in <laughs> <laughs> whatever podbean is yeah, whatever that is so this, us. so this week we're going to be talking about uh raw and smackdown a lot of cool stuff happened from what i understand yes sir yes sir indeed Clayton's got the uh, raw results. We're going to be going over that. Uh, but first, anything that really jumps out at you? From the week, um, Jimmy interfering to cost Jay and Cody the tag titles. Um, Crazy. I, don't, I personally didn't really like the flip-flop, but they looked like an established team. So in that manner, Nice. Um, they also set the stage for Drew and Seth at Crown Jewel um, with a really good, intense back-and-forth promo. Drew's still not necessarily over the hump in terms of being a full-blown heel, but it's there. Keep teasing broken, or, uh, yeah, broken dreams. Drew McIntyre said he didn't need the crutch of his old popular theme song to have people sing along to in order to stay relevant. My spotlight of the week was Gunther versus Bronson Reed. I hate how good that match was. Yo, Painter, honestly. What, Gunther and Bronson Real Reed? Real talk? Yeah. Painter. That powerbomb? Absolutely. Mm. I hate how good that match was. Say that with your full chest. I hate how good that match was. And why is that? Because Bronson, Bronson Reed, Reed is a good wrestler. Yeah. You just Bronson can't Reed accept is it great. Sometimes? Bronson Reed is a wrestler. Is he a good wrestler? I don't limit myself to such subjective terms. He carried Madcap Moss at one point. That Gunther guy. Carried who? Mad Funny Boy Moss. Who? Mr. Ha Ha Funny. Who? No, the guy who'd always go during all of his jokes. Horton, here's a who? You know, I heard one of us was disguised as an owl. I wasn't sure. Or an owl disguised as a human. No, that's you. That's not me. That's you oh, this time. okay. So raw. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take us through raw? All right. Um, so this week on raw, it started off uh, with the promo with Sami Zayn talking about the trade that happened, Kevin Owens for Jay, that was finally consummated. Um really like the program. It was strong. I already feel like Sammy's a main event level talent. Just hasn't been presented in that light prior to being involved with the bloodline for as long as he was. Um, but a perfect kind of palate cleansing table setter for what's next for Sammy Zayn. How do we feel about the split of Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens in terms of how their careers are going to go? Needed forward? to happen. Yeah, it absolutely needs to happen. Uh, yeah, I think the I think they the we got what we always wanted, which was them as tag champs. It was a pretty decently long run, good three or four months, something like that, maybe five. When did they lose it? From Mania to what? Just a, a little, ago. Yeah. 
a good four to, somewhere between three to five months it was just we we needed a split without it being a split of them and yeah. that was the force split where they're not shooting against each other is what we needed because that's all they've done every time they've gotten anywhere near each other uh since they've been on the main roster so even when they're on nxt that was the exact same thing over and over again so we needed this split to happen without a blood boiling feud yeah i just didn't need them to have one more blow off match why do they feel like they can just tear best friends apart whenever they want that's wrestling yeah but they're best friends dude there are uh best friends that won't get split up though well, i don't think they'll ever split up dami and mommy they wherever there's a treat dami's gonna be you know <laughs> And mommy is a treat. Moving on. That she is. Uh, next up after Sammy's promo was a Falls Count Anywhere match from Ricochet and Shinsuke. Um, Well-worked match. A um, couple of creative spots, particularly Ricochet's shooting star pressed off of the railing in the stands. Um, and then oh Shinsuke had a really cool, um, just because you don't really see it, uh, nunchuck spot. Yeah. But awesome. Really good showing of two people who aren't going anywhere right now. <laughs> there's an there's an alternate like parallel universe not too far from ours where that was an intercontinental title match. 100%. They need to highlight more people who don't have anything going on more like that. Yeah. Like I think yeah. that's how Bronson Reed should have been presented till he got an intercontinental title match like more feuds like that. Honestly, when Dexter Loomis... Also, what happened to Dexter Loomis, now that I'm on that subject? Uh, well, we're, we're moving towards this whole DIY thing again, so we're moving away from the way. Yeah. Because Dexter Loomis is wherever Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae are, so... Where is that? Uh, NXT right now. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah, away. Um, after that, sneaky good falls count anywhere. Account, falls count anywhere match. Um, we had Piper Nevin versus Natalia. Um, Banner. Not really a, a ton to this match for me. I don't know. Uh, yeah, of course not, Clayton. Not that, that they, they can't work a good match. They just weren't given a lot of time to work with, but it's nice to see the women's tag champions do something. That's true. It's yeah. an actual feud, at least. They're carrying it between multiple shows, and it's something. Didn't Natalia also get memed? Correct. That night? Natalia uh, had a nice interaction with a younger young fan. female fan um, coming down the ramp, and there was another younger male fan there um, who unintentionally copped a feel. Oh. Unintentionally? Good. Yes. Because Natalia gave the girl, uh, I think, her glasses or her visor off of her head. But she had to lean over the little boy to give it to the girl. And the little boy was like hugging her the whole time. And then as she went to step away, he went to reach. And just, ah. yeah. Things I'm going to chalk it up that it was unintentional. Things happen. It it's like a six-year-old kid, Max. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Green was out with Piper Nevin. Piper picked up the win. Um, little bit of a post-match beatdown, which saw Tegan Knox coming out to make the save for Natalia. Which they are basically officially a tag team now. Do you think that that leads to a tag team title? Uh, mm -hmm. Natalia and Tegan Knox? Why? 
Why? They'll have a match, I but I don't know will. if they'll win. No, but just, just why in general is this even happening? Because the tag titles haven't been defended since Chelsea won. And that's, honestly, that's pretty cool with me. Because whatever little torch Natalia has to pass, they want her to pass it. Because whatever uh, bet you two had against each other is still ongoing now because technically Chelsea still never lost them. No. It was with Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, and Sonya Deville is not tag champion. So it's half lost, so no one won. It was a draw. Eddie chose to void it because I technically won, but I I get it. It was extenuating circumstances. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Um, After that, that's when we got the Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre promo. Um, I liked every part of this. There wasn't a down part. Um, they did a good job of blending the lines a little bit, um, while also having the promos cut within both their characters. Is it bad if I like? Well, I, no, I'd rather have Drew as champion, but like, yes. much rather have Drew as champion. I'm done. I'm done with Seth. I, yeah, I'm done with Seth, too. I want it to be Shin. If it's not going to be Shin, it might as well be Drew. Hot take. At this point. I'm more over is Seth Rollins being champion than Roman Reigns being champion. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah. That is, the. I mean, yeah, that's kind of a hot take, but also I agree because at least Roman over, we got to the same point with Roman that we did with Seth, but it took us three years to get there with Roman, and it took us five months to get there with Seth. Right. Like, it's... Even when we get to that point with Roman, if it is now, I don't think it is because at this point, Roman has shifted to like a Brock Lesnar type title run. Yeah. He's going to defend it at big pay-per-views every couple months. He's not going to wrestle every show. He's not going to be the main event of every pay-per-view. He's, you know, he'll hit the big four probably, and then he'll maybe do a couple in between here and there, and that'll be it. What separates... I said this a few episodes back. Like I'm, I can't. I wanted it Seth to have a main title, but then once he got it, I couldn't wait for him to lose it. Mm. Seth feels like another dude on the roster. Yeah. When Roman shows up, it's a big deal. Doesn't matter if he's showing up for consecutive weeks. Doesn't matter if it's right after a PLE. Then we don't see him for two months. Every time Roman's on the screen, it feels like a big deal. Yeah, I've said that and the fact of like if Roman was on the screen every week with being champion this long, we'd probably be saying the same thing. Because now they're making Roman's appearances feel like it means something because it doesn't happen every week. Yeah. Yes and no. The no for me would be because of how Roman Reigns the character is presented and how Seth Rollins the character is presented. Seth Rollins has a degree of immaturity to the character, and that only has so much runway. Yep. Whereas Roman, because his promos are more nuanced with facial storytelling and background reactions, that, for example, when him and Solo dropped out of the ring last Friday, when he came back, that felt just him doing that rather than being brooding, like I'm going to smash you type of old school promos that felt more impactful than Seth just laughing well, in somebody's face. And that's the other yeah. thing is that there's a lot going on around Roman where there's not a lot going on around Seth. So while Seth isn't on screen, there isn't anything pertaining to him. 
Whereas when Roman's not on screen, everything else that's going on on SmackDown is pertaining to him. Yeah, that's a really good point. There are moving parts about if you look at the Roman Reigns storyline, the Bloodline storyline, or just the Roman Reigns storyline. When Roman Reigns is not there, that storyline still progresses. If Seth isn't there, nothing happens with Seth's story. And that's a big difference. I do believe that if they were to have Seth drop the title, it should be to Drew. And if not, then to Sammy at some point. But I'm rooting for Drew come Crown Jewel. I, at first, I kind of didn't want Sammy's first world title to be this World Heavyweight Championship because I wanted him to take it off of Roman. But at this point, I think Sammy, with what the World Heavyweight Championship is supposed to be, the working world title, the intercontinental world title, if you will, like it's supposed to be a working man's belt, I think Sammy would be perfect for that. Especially because but if he if Sammy were to take the belt off of Seth right now, sometime between now and WrestleMania, if the if if we're all under the same assumption that Cody is going to take the belt off of Roman, between now and then you can do something with Sammy and Rowan Roman uh as both world champs. Maybe something in Survivor Series. But that's I think that's too close at this point. It might have to be something closer to Rumble because Night if Sammy's world champ and Roman is world champ, neither of them are going to be in the Rumble. So you could do some like they'll both sit ringside while they wait for the Rumble winner and they make the Rumble winner pick, you know, something like that. And they'll probably pick Sammy so that Cody doesn't have to win another Rumble but can still go after Roman's belt. Something like that. You know what I mean? Right. I'm to the point where if I'm going to be honest, if I'm looking at world champion, Drew is kind of starting to get back into the element where I can finally see him as a world champion again. I think the most reasonable thing, if we want a world champion where we can, A, kind of respect what's going on and, like, I guess be more invested, and B, me wanting to tune into it and see what's happening every week with that specifically. Yeah. Gunther's the only answer on that show to me. Where, again, Drew is getting into that character. He's not necessarily... Like, I want to see what happens and see if he does pull off a win, how that would look. Um, Sammy, there's nothing wrong dominant. with Sammy, but I... it's oh, I, I feel like it's going to be one of those situations where it's always been for him. It's a lot more fun seeing him face it, mm-hmm. but him yeah. getting there, it's like... I could see that being Sammy. If Drew wins, I really hope it's a dominant win. Yeah. Like, I hope he just steamrolls him. Yes. And I'm glad that Drew is finally bringing up what I've been talking about over the last couple of years, where all of Drew's WWE title runs were in front of no one. Yeah. And he deserves to, ha- even if it's as a heel, I think at least the first time he shows up as world champ, he's going to get cheered for. Just because we've all wanted to see it. He has the build so. look and everything of a heel. It makes sense to have yeah. him as a heel. I think if they do the culmination of the heel turn right, which I think it will just be a hard turn at Crown Jewel, and he just puts a dominant match in on Seth, that's going to be the perfect way to complete that turn. Yeah, I think so, especially if he uses nefarious ways of winning. A Glasgow kiss. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. Nice little yeah. Glasgow kiss. Yeah, just send it. Just a nice mm-hmm. Glasgow smooch. Yeah. Uh, moving on from the 
McIntyre Rollins promo. Um, we got Johnny Gargano versus Ludwig Kaiser in one-on-one action. Um, Tommaso's hurt, so wasn't available. Uh, Giovanni Vinci ends up coming down, causing an interference, which does help Kaiser pick up the win. But an interesting nuance was Kaiser and Ludwig got in each other's face. Yeah. Not uh, Vinci and Kaiser. Ludwig and Kaiser are the same person. Kaiser and Vinci got into their fa- each other's faces, and there was also a video package for Ludwig. So we could see a split of Imperium in the future. Um, That's been being teased for a while. I just hate it. it was Gargano's first match back and he lost. He just is continually missed. I wouldn't say missed, underutilized, just underutilized. Like you just. Well, it also, it leads credence to the idea that Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano as individuals are right, but as a team, they're better together. I think that's what they want to go with moving forward. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. I think that's why he lost is so that they could do the whole. Get them actually into the tag division. Yeah, give them singles losses and then have them go on a tear in the tag team. Like, just right. don't lose for like four or five matches in a row. It'd be immediately believable too. Is like yeah. taking tag belts. 100%. Um, a nice little thing that happened after said match. Um, there's a little package with uh, Indy and Becky about a future shot at the NXT Women's Championship match. Um. I don't like that Becky still has that title, if I'm being perfectly honest. I'm on the other side of it. I don't like that Indy's going for the NXT belt. It makes no sense why it's NXT. You should be giving challenges to people on NXT. I don't understand. Like, Indy I understand. was the last NXT champion before she got brought up, but she was injured and had to forfeit the title. That's the only reason why she's probably even getting a title shot, but she got called up. It should yeah. be for people on the NXT roster, and there are plenty of people on that roster. Cora Jade versus Becky now. Yeah, Cora Jade needs, when she returns, she needs to take the belt off of Becky and just go on a year-long title run or something like that. At least six months. Need something other than, like, honestly, sending Tegan Knox back down would have been fine with me. It's not even there's anything wrong with her wrestling style, but with the way the roster's built out now, Egan being the champion kind of makes sense. He did verse Becky on NXT though, and she and she lost, which I was like, I. But they had a happen. good match, and they actually showed off what Tegan is actually meant to be doing, which is have good matches. Well, and they need to start doing that because this would this the past three or four months, basically since the draft, really has been the worst time for women to get called up from NXT to the main roster. Yes. yes. Like, it's any woman that got called up, got lost in the shuffle and pushed back down, or worse, was a a pretty well-established tag team that immediately got dropped to jobber status and then dropped everything. Like, it's it's crazy. Yep. Mm. So hopefully we'll see some improvement what over tag the next team? little bit. Huh? Teams, plural? What tag team are Both. you referring to? I mean, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire, and then the other yeah. one who's Cadence, Ken, and Zaro. No, nah, they were bound what, to get. They were bound they to be in the shuffle. I don't even know their names. No, Alba Fire and Isla Caden Dawn. Carter. Yes, absolutely. They're they're about to start up this witch gimmick. Kind of already had the witch gimmick. Yeah, they do, but they're they're doing uh, vignettes now. The first time I saw the vignette was when we were at, um, when I was at SmackDown. That was the first time I saw it. So, 
hopefully they can continue to keep at least featuring the women, which I think they're doing a better job of now, which leads into the next segment, which was Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley, which did end in a DQ win for Rhea after Raquel, Nia, and Zoe were all down at the ring brawling outside the ring. Um, I like it. Yeah. If they don't necessarily have to have a promo package or be featured in their own match, but if they're just on TV, that creates more resonance. You get more resonance that gets more fans behind them in theory, and then you can do something with the women's division. And now we have a fatal five-way at Crown Jewel. This close. I, I feel like we are this close to getting Shane as a champion. In my, yeah, I, fe- I, I feel it. I feel something with they her being the champion. They just will never pull the trigger on her. It makes sense. Like, Rhea took it off her. It makes sense for her to take it off her on the Raw or on the raw women's side. Yeah. It makes... Oh, dude, I just want it to happen so bad. But I know it's going to be Nia, and I'm going to be sad, and I don't want it to be Nia. It deser- Nia deserves it, just to be clear. Okay. Well, look at me. I don't want Nia to. Nia deserves no, it. I don't want to look. Hey, but on that subject, what did she do to deserve it? She's not like most girls. No, I understand. But like... <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> she inherently by design deserves it. Oh, go off. That's it. She just That's deserves it. it. Yeah. Dynasty means look everything. Just look at her. She's perfect. And what's Raquel? What is also, not well, perfect? Raquel's is that what you're going to say? Perfect in a different way. So is that different way better? Both than... of them deserve it, but Nia deserves it first. She's been there longer. Uh, well, actually, interesting Same. factoid, dude. What? She actually left, and it kind of starts it over. Oh, what? You've never left anything before? Um. Well, I did, and it kind of started over. Oh. When okay. I came back, I don't think it did. It totally did. And I was there. You were there, but it still started Whatever, over, dude. And we need some mediation in here. Dude, this is just it. Nia doesn't deserve the title. Why don't you come over here and say that to my right face? Right now? Yeah. Right now. Right now. You want me? You. Not him? I want you. Not even him. Not him. Even him? Not him. What about him? You. Not him. You. Me. Come say that to oh, you. Oh, stop here. pointing that you. thing in my direction. Come here. What thing? You. You. You're, You're pointing at him, him now. I saw oh, where no, that I'm thing's pointing. pointing. You. Come here. Come here. Some Dude, like moving moving on from the women. Like most girls. I understand you're not. Speaky good match of the night. A match that I hate was this good for personal reasons. Intercontinental title defense of Bronson Reed versus Gunther, of which Gunther retained. But yes, he did. my God, that might have been for a wrestler of Bronson Reed's stature, let's say. That is probably the best TV quality match I've seen in a few dozen years, potentially. Like, it was yeah. that good. I think this kind of proves Bronson Reed's a good wrestler. No, it proves the ring general is the ring general and can get a three-and-a-half to four-star match out of anybody. He'll never give credit where credit's due. No, he's this gotten is... three- to four-star matches in WWE without the ring general and outside of the WWE without the ring general. Who are you talking about? Uh... Yeah, Bronson Reed. Fake news. Jonah. I think Jonah. this was I think this was Triple H's way of saying, Here I am. Creative is mine again. And this was like 
this was Bronson's way of being like, this should have been where I was the whole time. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see a lot more of him moving forward because he's great, right, Clayton? And then our main event of the evening <laughs> mm-hmm. is the undisputed tag team championship being defended by Cody Rhodes and Jay U- main event Jay Uso versus the Judgment Day. Hey, Eddie, go? he got the main event. How'd that go? Judgment Day starts their second undisputed tag team title reign after an interference from Jimmy Uso after Cody Rhodes got put through the table, taken out of commission. Main event Jay Uso starts making a comeback. Jimmy slides in, hits a super kick, coup de gras. Judgment Day wins. Two, three, done. I don't have a problem with the match per se. I just have a problem with the match's positioning on the episode of Raw. Gunther and Bronson Reed should have been the main event, and that match should have been the first match of the night. That's about the only things that would change. I th- I think because there was a title change, that's why it was main event. Because typically that's where you'll see that. But I don't know. It's it was a great match. There's and one big thing that we're forgetting though. What Tommy? You took the words right out of my mouth. I what? that entire show, I didn't see one treat being thrown his way. That's because Nia Jax deserved all the treats. And, oh, get that. Nia Jax is getting you all know the what? treats. I what? am gonna go over yeah, there. Yeah, you come over right now. Say that to my face. Right now. Yeah, yeah you, you right you're now. Winning at him again. I'm not pointing at him. I'm pointing at you. Me. <laughs> not him. Hold on. Not me. Not him. You're confusing me so much. I'm glad you're gonna have all this edit. I know that's why I'm putting the, the uh, difficulty song in. So I'm cutting with it. you talking about Nia Jax all the time. Whatever, dude. You bring up Dami and Mommy. He like needs it's a no treat. <laughs> he has a treat. He needs more. And SmackDown. Anyways, well, no, hold on. we're not done with the main event yet because we do. Clayton did talk about it. We do have new tag champs, but specifically the interference with Jimmy Uso, like that is starting to set up. That that move had more consequences than just the Bloodline storyline, mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about that as we get to SmackDown. Uh, were there any final thoughts for Raw overall? Good episode of Raw. Um, regardless of all the auxiliary reports that have been coming out over the past couple of weeks about um, Endeavor, TKO, CEO, or Ari Emanuel blaming Vince McMahon for the drop of stocks, and then the side report coming out about how Vince sold it to obviously get back into creative, and then they basically just said, no, Triple H is going to run creative, and you're just going to kind of go away. Yeah. So um, so I will say for probably... Fans one, Vince zero. Probably the past four Raws, five Raws, have been pretty cohesive and flowed really well. Um, even if I, my, I myself don't necessarily agree with how the matches were placed, the totality of the episodes have been on a B plus or higher grade for me. Yeah, especially when Bronson reads in the ring. Uh, just one thing. I think it's more like fans won events four thousand nine hundred seventy eight or something like thing. that. Vince is definitely not at zero. If you no, look at his... hey, it restarted when Endeavor bought the company. So no, it didn't. That, that I wish time it, did. it didn't. I wish it did. Uh, that's how I count it. <laughs> oh, I like your. Hat. I'll take the win. I like your Royal Rumble hat. Thank you. Is, is it Royal Rumble season? Already? Not to be. Right now? Oh. Oh. Before we go to SmackDown. Yes, sir. Um, 
even, let's say, television partners on social media are playing into the specter of Phil Brooks. Um, oh, really? Because after not this week's SmackDown, but the previous week's SmackDown, when LA Knight had his uh, very nice glasses on yeah, with Roman's great, reflection. Yeah, that was a great um, The USA Network on both Instagram and Twitter put the caption, look in my eyes. What, what do, do you, you see? see? The one and only tribal chief. Dang. Good for you. Way to plant seeds. There. I like the one Why where they put Rhea in the reflection of the glasses. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, too. All right, y'all ready to move on to Smack Her Down? Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't, ew, don't rev it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, SmackDown started off with uh, Paul Heyman. Uh, cutting out promo is all right. Paul Heyman's a good talker. And then we get LA Knight. They kind of go back and forth. Um, Paul Heyman said the yeah. That was pretty cool. Mm. I don't know. What did you guys think of that opening segment? Don't get the gray smack backed into him. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I mean, at this point, there is, for me, for Paul Heyman, the character driving said promo. There's a, a ceiling on how good it can be. Because it's not mathematically speaking, like Paul Heyman's gonna take a bump of any variety. So only so only so much it can do for me, but it's fine. It did its job. Yeah, it definitely moved the vehicle forward on that feud, but uh a very adjacent feud to that is what's going on with John Cena and Solo Sokoa right now. Because we started to see the backstage segment with Jimmy Uso like being proud that he cost Jay the tag titles on Raw. But then we shifted to John Cena, I guess, teasing retirement a little bit. But mainly talked about the 2002 days it's been since he won a singles match. Which apparently, uh, I guess that means he's overrated at this point. Honestly. If, if the last five years of your career are to be a good cursor for you to be judged on, then that means you're overrated. Still more active than other people in the last five years, comparatively yeah. to their last five years of their career. So Yeah, specific people. But they all, those other case, but... specific people don't get called on air the greatest of all time. Ah, well, I mean, if, the great... like, if, you, if you can lose every single match over a five-year run and still be the GOAT, then that's fine. But So, you know, some people are very comfortable within that you know top 10 ranking. Some people are the GOAT. These are just, this is just the way of life. Fantina. But instead, it looks like we're very much going to get John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. How do we feel about that for Solo? Because, yeah, sure, I, I've been saying it for a while now. John needs a good singles win, but I don't know that I wanted it to be at the expense of no, Solo Sokoa. I definitely no. don't. That if is a big no. Austin Theory beat John Cena. Not clean, though. It I wasn't understand, clean. but still, Solo does not need that loss. No, he needs that win, and I don't think he's going to get it. And it's think... not the same thing where even if you win, it's going to be bad for you. This is one of those things that if Solo beats John Cena, it'll be in a dominant fashion, and it'll look right. Yeah, it won't look the way that Theory did it. Did you know Theory's from Atlanta? He's from Atlanta? Yeah. A-Town Down? A-Town Down Under. I'm going to be honest. That's their tag team. Dude, that's their tag team? 
I don't care. Oh, I know no one likes Austin Theory. I'm no, so no, 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 not I don't, <laughs> not not your second best friend. Um, I don't care about John Cena and Solo only because I feel like they're doing it too late now. Like they should have already have happened. It got teased a lot during the tag team feud, and we didn't get it. Then it is a perfect TV main event to me. Um, it's not something that should. Take a spot on a PLE, if I'm being perfectly honest. Is it going to be a Crown Jewel? When is it? When no, is it it's be? not one of the announced matches for Crown Jewel. Not right now. Yeah. Uh, do you think it'll be Crown Jewel or Survivor Series or some SmackDown? I think it's going to be some SmackDown between Survivor Series and Crown Jewel. Just um, off of the fact that one, the strike that was going to end as far as the writers and actors isn't ending now. Um, oh, wait, really? I haven't heard about that. Yeah, basically... They, they got close, and then the actors asked for one more thing, and then the studio's like, no, we're not doing it. So they walked, oh, so the studios walked away from the table this time. Oh, um, wow. Is that why John Cena posted what he did on Instagram? Yes, that is why John Cena posted the clip I'm not going anywhere. from Wolf of Wall Street saying, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Wow, so we might get like a whole year of Cena out of this. Potentially. Um, I don't... I don't think that juice is up, say, like a Rock Roman at all, um, especially after the previous Fridays. Did, did anybody else get goosebumps? I did. During when, the face-off? During that, that brief little stare-down? Yeah. When they yeah. weren't even out there for each other, and this is legitimately the first time they've seen each other they since Mania? Nick Aldis get in front of them? Yeah, yeah, he split it up, but like, I... I was stoked for that. that was- and that's who ended uh, Nick Aldis's NWA longest title run? Cody Rhodes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That did it for me. But, um, yeah, so we're probably going to get Cena and Solo at some point. Uh, I do understand what you're talking about, about it being a little too late, but at the same time, specifically with Solo, it, you can kind of do it at any time because he's, it, like, with the, with the role that he is with the Bloodline as the Enforcer, mm-hmm. like, it just... Like at any time, he can kind of just go have a match and call it a day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's not. It can happen any time for Solo, but it can't happen any time for Cena. Cena's on borrowed time. Yeah. Solo so isn't. after that, though, we start to get that backstage segment where we kind of I kind of alluded to it earlier. Jimmy Uso's actions causing a cascade effect for not just the Bloodline story, because now Jay Uso. Right, doesn't yeah. he show up on SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, he, he saved was, Cena. Yeah, he saved Cena during that segment, and uh, Nick Aldis kicks him out. And and who else does he kick out? Well, so he wanted to kick him out and have him escorted out, and Adam Pierce is there, and Adam's like, "That's not look. This isn't necessary. Let me let me escort him out." And Nick Aldis goes, "That's a really good point. Can you escort both of these guys out?" And Survivor Series yeah. banter. Adam Pierce was like, is that, you really want to do that? And he was like, yes, I do. And so and he let said, let the games begin. Yeah. Let the, so we're going to start getting some SmackDown versus Raw stuff again. Raw games. And even though it hasn't necessarily been that long, it's only been a couple of years since the last time we did it. It feels really fresh with the GMs being involved now. When you actually have you now, we're not just relying on, a locker room leader to step up and hopefully be able to put together a ragtag group of people. When you have a GM involved, this is the interesting thing where not only do you get the dynamic of 
Raw versus SmackDown. So superstars you typically don't see go one-on-one. But whenever the GMs put it together, like if you think back in the day, when a GM built a Survivor Series team, it was a mix of faces and heels. It was people you didn't think would team with each other. Yeah, it was people you typically don't see team together, but now they're being forced to. And for at least one night only, you see a specific level of camaraderie that I, I always got excited for that aspect. I loved the idea of like a heel begrudgingly putting aside whatever and then a face begrudgingly trusting someone just for after the match to see like oh now that the match is over will he turn again and like you just it's it's always exciting for me to -hmm. see that at survive series thoughts honestly whatever keeps me most interest like if we see something new with and this kind of applies to everyone I want to see with Survivor Series, anytime I watch it, I want to see the top people go off against each other from yeah. each brand. What they did with SmackDown Raw and NXT was the most recent example, in my opinion, of how you should properly, I guess, market a Survivor Series. Like world champ versus world champ, yep. women champ versus women champ. Exactly. Go down the whole card. That's what they should do, and I think they should... like. Honestly, the last time I've even thought about this is when they put individuals who even don't have championships against each other. Like, the the last, at least in my mind, the last time they tried to do a co-branded anything was at WrestleMania 24, Batista Numaga. That was the last time I feel like anything happened where it's like, oh, these two have nothing going on, and it'd be pretty cool to see them in a match together. Right. I don't know why we can't ever do something like that, and they have these co-branded battle royals or whatever, and then these Survivor Series matches, which is cool, but... I think they could do more with it, but seeing the seeds start getting planted for Nick Aldis, Adam Pierce. Yeah. Uh, Adam Pierce is eternally never going to wrestle, to my knowledge, again. I'm, I don't know for a fact, but I think Aldis can go if he needs to. I know that for a fact. Yeah, Aldis has still got it for sure. So he can. They need to figure out a way to incorporate that somehow, some way. I don't care if it's a year from now, two years, whatever. You've got to give them the GM aspect first overall, or first uh, is most important, but they need to figure out a way how to incorporate him into wrestling at the same time. If he wants it, that's the thing. Yeah, you if he wants I mean, it. If he wants it, because a lot of times wrestlers do like settling into these leadership roles and like off like uh, not necessarily off camera, but like the general manager role, you'll oftentimes see former wrestlers hit that. So right, mm-hmm. who needs to wrestle when your wife's Mickey James? Yeah, true. That's true. Uh, some of the other stuff that happened on SmackDown, we had Montez Ford versus Santos Escobar. Uh, there. Yeah, it was an all right match. I mean, you you expect those two to put on a banger. I don't necessarily think that they put on a banger, but like. I don't think those two could ever put on a match that's lower than a three. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't necessarily think they are capable of putting on a bad match unless someone gets injured. Dirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montez Ford picks up the win. Uh, luckily, we're seeing that Carlito was there to stay. There's a post-match beatdown on Santos Escobar, and Carlito makes the save. So, I mean, do we think that he's permanently LWO, or do we think he's just there LWO associated? Like he's, I think he's permanent. LW I think level. he's gonna become 
Santos's new mentor. Um, like Ray's gonna leave, kind of deal. Yeah, because they made a point to say Ray was not at ringside. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we also did get that face to face between Logan Paul and Ray Mysterio. Can we rewind real fast? Sure. Uh, this street profits thing. I initially said last week that they give them time. They they've had time. Where now they've gotten to reanalyze the situation there. They've had plenty of time. And then watching what happened last week, what the hell, dude? Like, they, one, why wasn't Bobby involved in this? Like, just in just in general, this little banter that was going on with Street Profits and LWO. It feels like this is a feud that doesn't really have a proper end game. Like I don't know what either of them are really no one gains fighting anything. for. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I know it's it is, you know, possible and happens often that there are feuds where there's not a title on the line, but it just feels like they're fighting to fight and that's it. Like there's no real winner even when you win. There's not you don't get anything. They're trying to fight for dominance and I don't think Carlito is the the reason why a team is dominant. And regardless of how awesome it is to have him back, Bobby needs to be pushed properly, and the profits with him are a formidable team, but you have to push them as such and not have them lose to the LWO, regardless of how awesome it is to even see the LWO back in WWE. It's tough because I I want to see the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. I want to see this thing succeed but i also wanted to see the hurt business succeed so i don't necessarily trust that this is going to go anywhere i mean in i i trust this more than i do the hurt business because street profits are bigger names than shelton benjamin cedric alexander right now but at the same time at one point hurt business had the wwe and the tag team titles so i'm not necessarily sure i even should trust this version right now more because on paper, the Hurt Business was more successful than whatever this is, whatever this is right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, I, I hope that the only reason I'm seeing that and saying that is because of how early it is. I don't like seeing a team stay lateral for too long. Yeah. And every week that they draw this out, where they're having just like useless singles matches and uh, tag matches that don't mean anything towards any either side of the tag team, it just makes me believe that they don't know what they're going to do with them. And by the time that they do realize what they're going to do with them, it's not going to matter. Like, we just won't care anymore. Right. Which, as you guys are talking about it, it's like, it's one of those things that we're still on the cusp of wanting it to be something for them. But at this point, we don't see it happening. So we're not going to think it's going to. They need to split those tag titles so bad. They do. The way I see it, and I just kind of thought of it with how each belt is presented, is that there's a storyline belt and there's a worker's belt. And that's almost the same way down the line. But it's like Roman has the storyline belt to Seth's worker's belt. You have the uh, women's belt where Rhea has the storyline belt because she really isn't... I mean, she's now starting to get into a feud with people, but not as much as uh, the SmackDown title has. 
And then uh, same goes for United States and uh, Intercontinental. Uh, you know, Gunther has the worker's belt. United States belt has been more storyline based. Mm-hmm. And then I would say that would be kind of where we, that's that's what we're in right now with the tag team belts, but they're all storyline because they're all intertwined with the main story in some way. The people that are in the main event, the tag teams in those main event storylines are getting those belts. It's not the pure tag teams in the divisions. So if they were to split it, I could see them continuing to do so, but we would finally see tag team division on one show get some shine out of it too. There's not enough time for everybody on TV. Um, And at the detriment to the tag teams on WWE TV, they need to stay together. Um, Internally, they're still undecided. There has been two new designs that have been media tested, meaning promo package stuff with it. Um, The one design is for the belts to stay together. It was switched to black leather with the plates being gold. The other design is with the same red and blue leather or red and blue leather straps, but then they changed the overall design of the plates. Um, that came out about midweek this previous week. Um, so even internally, they're still undecided. But if they split the belt, and then now I have to give more TV time to tag teams on each show, that eats into the women's time. Yeah, because it's not going to cut into the men's time. No, like you're, you're still your your main card and your mid card belts are going to be featured the exact same way they are. You do need to make pockets of time every once in a while for your main women's title on each show, and it's just not going to be enough time. And even if they extend SmackDown to say three hours, which you, but oh. even if they do that. Still not enough time. If we're gonna if we're gonna have quality matches on TV, yeah, well, we'll have to see what they want to do moving forward. Whether they want to have more quality matches or more quality backstage segments and storylines. But uh, we kind of started to talk about it a little bit. Rey Mysterio challenges Logan Paul for his United States Championship at Crown Jewel. How do we feel about that, Logan? It's, do you think this is going to be his first belt? Yes, I do. I think yes. So. It, first, it yeah. has to be his first belt. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't see how it's not at this point. Where does it go from there, though? Well, so that's the thing. Does he get to do the whole Roman Brock thing where he only comes back every once in a while, or does he get like a two- or three-month run? I mean, I would he... rather him stay around. Max is out at Rumble, I would say. You say out at Rumble? Yeah. I can see that. A good three-month, three- or four-month run, and then he gets to go back to doing whatever he's doing. He could lose at the Rumble and then enter the Rumble. I do like the way that Logan used his boxing platform to kind of start this feud. That was really cool um, because it really helps blur those kayfabe versus reality lines. Yep. So He got a guaranteed win out of it, too. And then he got to call out someone else. It, like, it was perfect. Yeah. Did you see any of that off topic but kind of on topic? Did you see any of the stupid fight he just had? No. I did. I only saw the after part where he challenged. He wanted to box this guy who the MMA community despises. And this guy only knows jujitsu, which means ground. Ground, yeah. whatever. So he probably lost pretty... And he tried to bring him to the ground several times. 
Oh, really? Yeah, in a boxing match. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Got so, disqualified from an influencer boxing match. For trying to do a takedown multiple times. Wait, that's how the boxing match ended? Yes. Was disqualification? Yes. Yeah. Also, and he, well, he also was trying to punch the security guard more than he actually was trying to punch Logan. Also, there's another thing, too, that maybe people forgot about during uh, Idub's little oh. influencer boxing match. Uh, John Hennigan called out ASI. Oh, wow. Still have not, and he knocked out Harley from Epic Meal Time, dude. Yeah, dude. And still nothing, and he's probably patiently waiting on QTV to get these answers. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But so we're going to get that match at Crown Jewel. Logan Paul's probably going to win. Maybe Rey Mysterio takes a break. Who knows? He did say reportedly, like, not even allegedly, two years max, he's looking to retire. So. Uh, do we care about the ominous video package with Alba Fire and Isla Dawn? They're witches. If they actually now. do something. Witchcraft. They're witches. Ooh. Yeah. Spooky. Uh, here's something we do care about: Austin Theory and Grayson Waller defeated Cameron Grimes and Dragon Lee. Who's we? Uh, all um, of us. The four of us. I like we the care. two guys that they did beat because the two guys that they beat are really freaking good wrestlers. And are then... you saying Austin Theory isn't a good wrestler? He won that match. Yeah, but he's from Atlanta. Did you actually know that he's from Atlanta? Is he? I, I just found this out. Yeah, it's crazy. He's from Atlanta. No, Grayson Waller, yes. Give him wins. Because he got had t- so many losses yeah. recently. So I understand the pairing, and you need to make Austin Theory relevant, approachable, not despised. Uh, mm-hmm. If anything, for Grayson Waller, if they're going to be together. Didn't you say Austin Theory needs to be liked and not despised? Yeah. If well, no, himself, let me yeah no let me Waller. let me rephrase that then. Uh, a, approachable. Uh, people yeah. want to watch him. Why could you not want to watch uh, A Town Down? I'd. There's so many other things I'd rather do. A Town Down Under. Jumping off my balcony is one of the things I'd actually rather do than watch A Town Down. A Town Down Under. Sure, I'll, Great tag team I'll, I'll stay around to watch, you know? But, like, once Austin Theory gets tagged in, I, you know I'm turning on Coco Melon when that comes on. Coco Melon! Bum, 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 bum. In town, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I be popping bottles. Yeah, he is the type of guy who'd be, like, a guest star on, like, the Tillatubbies or something. Yeah. He's the son. So, yeah, Theory hits A-Town down uh-huh. on Grimes and calls it a day. Uh, what'd you guys think about the Kevin Owens thing? The interview. Kevin Owens being his awkward self when he's just trying to have a casual conversation, but it makes sense. Yeah. And he said what, exactly what we said about, you know, the fact he had to leave Sami Zayn, but it was in necessary. better terms. Yeah, but yeah. it's necessary. And that he did call out people that uh, he hasn't had singles matches with, including Rey Mysterio and Sheamus. Uh, that he hasn't had singles matches with. He hasn't had a match with Sheamus. He has not. It's actually surprising. So it is a, I like I said, Sammy staying on Raw to potentially get a world title. Kevin getting to have matches with people that he hasn't had matches with. Doing the <laughs> camera. Uh, I, I don't know. I think Kevin Owens uh, deserves to get whatever he wants at this point. I think so, too. I think Kevin Owens, I mean, it's not going to be off of Roman... Maybe it's who takes it off of Roman, but I hope Kevin Owens at least gets one more world title run. Kevin Owens will take the title off Logan Paul when he gets it. 
Oh, you think Kevin Owens will get the U.S. title again? Be nice. I miss his old uh, when he had those United States title shirts. Those were good. I really like those. I did like that shirt. Does it make sense that he could go back to that point though if he's not heel? Uh, I mean, have we seen other than his tag team run with Sammy? Have we seen a face singles run with a title out of Kevin? No. Have any of his singles titles been face? No, I don't think. I so. didn't think so. So it'd be interesting to see how he does. No, I definitely. He might want to come see out it. and do some Kevin Owens open challenges or something. Like I feel like Kevin Owens will be a more intense version of a Seth Rollins face title run. Well, I liked when they were bringing Kevin back when he was like not really prominent on TV for a while, and he became the prize fighter. Yeah. Will we see him as the prize fighter again, or will he just come back as something different? Like it's still Kevin Owens, but like just more serious, but not considered the prize fighter. Like gonna get hopefully we'll find out soon yep so uh and then i believe this was the main event uh eo sky defending her title against charlotte flair what do we think of that match again ledge charlotte didn't win thank god i don't think she's gonna win anytime soon the amount of time she's i hope she never wins again i hope she doesn't get 16 but we do get a return out of it and who was that? Bianca Belair. Yo, dude, yeah, the... Bianca Belair's black. Yo, do the... What? Do the thing. What thing? Do the... What yeah, she Bianca Belair is what? Yeah, I, I, said I think Bianca you Belair added a letter in that word. I said Bianca Belair is back. You With an L. You said, said that was an L. Good for me. Oh, great. To be fair, well. that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. You yeah. and you're the type of guy who'd have to point it out. So it's fine. We can no do the thing she does. Spin your, and then no do the do this too. No, not both at the same. No, not both hands. Spin hair on one hand, and then it's like rubbing your yeah. stomach and patting your. Yeah, head I don't know what's gonna do. I feel like I <laughs> he does it. I feel like I was gonna conjure up something just by doing that. Like Alba Fire and I was yeah, like the witches. Doki. But, uh, yeah, I'm just glad Charlotte lost, if I'm being honest. Tainted, Bianca, though. Bianca Belair is back. Tainted loss. Who cares? Hopefully she goes to the back of the line. We leave, Charlotte just leaves. I hope so. The goat? To the back of the line? She yeah. is the line. Yeah. Yeah, just reverse it now. Yeah, just turn I around. I remember when Nikki Cross was the line. That was a pretty cool time. for like. Do this. you guys remember when Logan Paul was the table? That was great. He said that in a promo like it meant something. He, Brother, I am the table. Isn't he the table? Nope, he's a person. Why would he lie he's about not that? Even, why are you lying? Me? You think yeah. I'm lying? You. What am I lying about? I don't know. Right? Figure it out. Hold you on. Are you, out. you must be talking about him. I'm, I'm talking about you. Oh, Thank you for him. watching the Two Heavy him. Wrestling Podcast. Him? Not him. It can't be you. me. Hey, we really appreciate your time right if you now. made it this far. Right I don't now. know how you would have you. been. Right now, me. Come say that to my oh, face. Oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. Zach, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> any, any other thoughts for this week of wrestling before we jump out of here, fellers? Negative Ghost Rider. Charlotte not having the title is pretty... Wrestling's pretty cool when Charlotte is losing. Uh, I agree. And uh, Nia Jax is about to get a treat. Thanks for joining us, guys. We have been too heavy, and we will see you next week.